Now entering the Bitcoin Podcast Network. Hey everybody, welcome to uh, the Bitcoin Podcasts, Just the Headers. If you're unfamiliar with this show, uh, are you in for some crazy, crazy, crazy podcasting? Not really, not at all. So, um, this is the Podcast Network show where we highlight highlights in crypto news. No kidding, that was cheesy. Anyways, anyways, I'm your, I'm my host. My name's D or Dimitric. If you want to and use I'm my Jesse. government name, yep. And uh, <laughs> sorry, I was talking. I talked over you. No, 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 you're good. Yeah, and uh, I'm Jesse. That's the right. other uh, host for the podcast. Yep. And we talk about headlines, just the headlines that happened in crypto. So there's a lot of news, and if you're not tracking it all, then you could just track this show because we track it for you. Ain't that shit right, Jesse? (laughs) Yep. Boom, and that's how that works. Epso facto, you get the news because we get the news. Hey, did we get any more um, sources besides Cointelegraph? We got like 15 other sources. But oh, okay. uh, I've not added them yet. Oh, okay, okay. It's a process. I have to like set up the automation, and quite frankly, I've had other things that were different that I needed to do. <laughs> different. Gotcha. Speaking of different things, I've been doing. So I'm in love with mangoes now. The fruit. Yeah. What do you okay. mean the fruit? <laughs> <laughs> what other mangoes exist? No, I mean, educate me. I'm open. I'm open to learn. I don't know. Like, hey, here's some asthma ASMR. You should Google it. What transpired between Jesse and D was a six and a half minute conversation about mangoes. I know what you're thinking. I really wanted to hear about mangoes but i saved you from that okay okay back to the show you ready jesse yeah man let's go let's break let's break let's break them off with this news okay so our first article coming from last weekend um Oh, by the way, before you get in, uh, I just want to thank D for putting together these headlines because I did not do them this week. That's right. I broke his combo. I put them together this week. Starting off with some fluff by Adrian Smazinski, a Coin Telegraph article, sixty-one thousand. That's a biggie, right? That's, That's one of the lot. bigger numbers we've seen. Wow. Sixty-one thousand eight hundred seventy-six total views, four hundred eighteen total shares. Apple co-founder Steve Wozniak, Big Woz as I call him, S to the dubs, me and him go way back, 
He declares he sold all his BTC holdings at 20000 Ooh, No way to prove that. So he could just be saying bullshit, but there's no way to prove. But let's find out. Apple co-founder Steve Woz, the big dubs, S to the dubs, has said that he sold all of his Bitcoin when it currently hit 20K in December 2017. Okay, speaking at the Nordic Business Forum in Stockholm, Sweden, uh, Woz said that he first bought an undeclosed quantity of Bitcoin when the crypto was about sudden hundo because he wanted to experiment with it. He then explained uh, what he planned to do with it. He said, hey, hey. Hey, this, this is what I'm saying. My goal was to travel to a place like Stockholm and go to restaurants and hotels that only accept Bitcoin and only use Bitcoin when I travel. And that's how the big dubs talks. We, we, we have tea sometimes. Um, and here's another quote. He said, when it shot up high, I said, I don't want to be one of those people who watches and watches it and cares about that number. I don't want to kind of care in my life. Uh, part of my happiness is not to have worries. So I sold it all. Just got rid of it. Mm. Damn. Well, the moral of this story, I guess we could take away from this, is rich guy gets more rich. I don't know. What do you think, Jesse? Uh, I think it's irrelevant. Yep. Not really news at all. Speaking of the news, uh, written by Miranda Caranfili. I'm pretty sure I said that wrong. SBI crypto subsidiary supports crypto mobile wallet and $15 million funding round. <gasps> That's six zeros on that, Jesse. 15 milli. What would you do with $15 million if it hits your desk right now? Nothing. That was anticlimactic. I thought you'd say something <laughs> extreme. <laughs> but given you how intimate you know mango slicing techniques, I, mm. I'm pretty sure nothing is exactly what you would do. Actually, mm. yeah, I, I definitely am not lying when I would say, yeah, I would do nothing. I'd go fifteen dollars. I go buy fifteen dollars worth of mangoes. Whoa, that's that's <laughs> insane. I know, right? Balling on a budget. <laughs> Well, mangoes are, like, not expensive. Not as expensive as I thought they'd be. Anyways, this we're going to move away from the mango thing. Cryptocurrency mobile wallet BRD. I think it's bread or just BRD. Has raised $15 million in a Series B financing round supported by SBI Crypto Investment. According to a press release shared with Cointelegraph on January 25th. SBI Crypto Investment, a subsidiary of the Tokyo-based SBI Holdings, contributing to the funding, which... Spread states will help to uh, accelerate international expansion and scale its technology platform. Um, yeah, so nothing exciting here. A new wallet, wallets galore. How many wallets do you have on your phone? Crypto wallets. Um, I have only like three. Three? Say. Yeah. What am I working with these days? At one point, I had eight. But I reeled that down. One, two, three, four, five, six. I think, I think you need to ask the real question that matters is how many wallets do you actually use? Oh. And the answer to that, sir, would be one, two, two out of six. One third of them. Um, What... Features do you want in wallets that aren't there now? Go. Mm, 
I want it to work like Google Pay. Like, I just don't want to even know. I just want it. I want it to work like my credit card or like when I use NFC and like pay for shit on my phone with my phone. That's what I'd like. I'd like NFC. I'd like for like all wallets to agree to NFC standard. And if I'm sending you crypto, it shouldn't have to be uh, like just a, a super hassle, too much of a conversation. Just I see your little phone pop up on my phone. They're connected with NFC. Let me shoot you some crypto. Maybe some wallets have those features, but none of the ones that are on my phone. So if anybody listening to this has a wallet that has that feature, hop into the Slack. Let us know. I want to talk about it. Um, And the last article from last weekend is going to be written by Stephen O'Neill, cousin of Shaquille O'Neill. This is written on January 26th, sorry. From the UK to Malaysia, how countries have been classifying crypto across the world. So I I got this one, right? Because I figured like Bitcoin was supposed to be a global currency. But it's not. And so I want to know, what do other countries classify cryptocurrencies as? So this looks like the link of the article. Hmm. But let's start with Japan. The status of cryptocurrencies, legally accepted means of payment. That's their legal status. Japan is one of the world's largest markets of cryptocurrencies. According to the data collected by the Financial Services Agency, FSA, the chief domestic financial regulator, the country has about 3.5 million crypto traders who conduct annual transactions to the amount of more than $97 billion. Uh, The majority of them are reportedly businessmen around the age of 30. Moreover, domestic reports show that around 14% of the country's young male workforce has invested in cryptocurrencies. Okay, so we should go over to China, Jesse. I bet they'd love us. I mean, Japan. I bet they'd love us over there. Sorry, Japanese people. You just called. Yeah, okay. It was an accident because you know, China's yeah, coming know. up next. It was a sincere yeah, I know, no, I know. I know you know oh. that it was an accident. Oh, okay. Listeners, that was an accident. Shit. China's status of cryptocurrencies <laughs> not recognized. Banned for trading, yet they talk about it every day almost. China used to be an extremely significant player in the crypto market, hosting a substantial share of Bitcoin miners. In 2017, it was estimated that 50 to 70% of Bitcoin mining took place in China and Bitcoin trading volume. However, since the government's major crackdown on local exchanges and ICOs in September 2017... Both figures have been significantly downplayed. Nevertheless, one of my favorite words, China has not abandoned crypto altogether and moved on to become a strictly blockchain power. Whoa, a blockchain power. I'm going to I I'm going to click I'm going to click that. China is a prime example of blockchain before Bitcoin. Okay, that's 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 for another show. The United States varied and it depends on the agency so the legal status is varied depending on the agency in the u.s congress holds supreme power over federal regulatory agencies such as the commodity futures and trading commission and the securities and exchange commission discharging them to comply with the laws it issues however congress has remained silent on the matter of regulating and defining cryptocurrencies so not viewed as legal tender viewed as property uh, with capital gains tax associated 
In Germany, it's private money, which is weird. I've never experienced a country that just said, yeah, you can have your own private money. Interesting. Let's read. Cryptocurrencies are not legal tender in Germany, but they have been recognized as private money by the German finance ministry since 2013. Consequently, any profit made through trading, mining, or exchanging Bitcoin or altcoins is subject to capital gains tax. However, according to the German Income Tax Act, if the assets cryptos are held for more than one year, they become tax exempt. Oh my God. Let's move to Germany. Let's go. Okay. When do you want to go? Uh, fuck. Tomorrow? Ne- next year. Only tomorrow? Next uh, year? Tomorrow is tough. Two weeks from Sunday. Two weeks from Sunday. Let's okay. get the hell out of here. I, I think it's going to... No. Four weeks. It's going to take me four weeks to sell everything. Okay. I'm holding you to that. Four weeks from Sunday. So we're, leaving, we're, we're going to we're Germany. On the... Is that, is that the four weeks from Sunday? So that would be the 24th of February. 24th of February. All right, guys. 24th of February is our last show. We're going to Germany to live forever because our cryptocurrencies are tax exempt if we hold it for a year. Why would it be our last show? Why couldn't we shoot the show from Germany? Because if we get there and we don't have to pay taxes on our private money, we are going to be too busy living fancy free to bring you guys the headlines. Dude, all I have to do is just buy you like $15 worth of mangoes in Germany and you'll be fine. Okay, yeah, we could still probably continue we could still do the, do the show. show. Yeah, we could do the show, and then we maybe we'd even learn German, German, not German. <laughs> learn some German. <laughs> we learn some German, and we'd splecken sie Deutsch for you guys. Sorry, I just got so excited. They're not taxed on their crypto in Germany. What the hell are we doing over here? Oh my gosh! In Switzerland, the status of the cryptocurrencies, their properties. In South Korea, not defined yet. We know because every single week we see about 30 headlines. South Korea may think about saying some shit this week. And that's how they say every every damn week. It's it's annoying. Malta, digital medium of exchange, unit of account, and store of value. So Malta officially calls it money as defined by economists. Interesting. Malaysia, their securities. Singapore not legal tender, unregulated, you'll go to jail, they won't like you. Italy, not yet regulated. And that's it. That's the whole world. All right, ma'am. I thought the world was bigger. Oh, no. It's just Italy, China, Japan, (laughs) Germany, the U.S., uh, Switzerland, and Malta. That's it. Sounds good. Yep. World, uh, World's a lot more closer knit than i thought as far as the world's smaller nowadays you know yeah all right well speaking of countries iran soon to unveil cryptocurrency with aim to skirt us and swift source uh, william suberg coin telegraph 7161 views 249 total shares iran could unveil its state-backed cryptocurrency at the electronic banking and payment systems conference in tehran this week Local English language news outlet Al Jazeera reported on January 27th. Iran, which has faced fresh sanctions from the United States since November, has pre- had previously planned to use blockchain-based financial tools as a way of sidestepping restrictions on its economic growth. Though a central bank-issued digital currency could be a real-backed crypto, it was thought Tehran could forge an alternative to SWIFT, 
the global settlement system that has that some Iranian banks cannot access. Uh, sources remain unsure whether such a large-scale implementation will occur, but more localized uses for the digital currency, such as consumer payments, is likely an option. They certainly can't replace the likes of Bitcoin due to their centralized nature, but their existence is harmless. Yashar Roshetti, a blockchain developer at Iranian firm Radfa, told Al Jazeera. Roshetti added, even as CBDCs may never find widespread everyday usage among use among the general public, they may be able to offer some new features to startups and developers that had worked that had to work with centralized bank APIs before them. Um, mm. Okay. You know what I was thinking when I think Iran? Yeah. Just so far away. Can't get away from that thought either. Iran is far away geographically. I mean, Iran. Yeah. Iran. You so ran so far away. So far away. Can't get away from. Can't get away from. You that. ran. Hmm. Yep, I got you. You couldn't run away from Iran. Something like that. <laughs> Let's go to the next article. <laughs> All right. Sorry. Never mind. I'm in my own world. You keep you keep going. Keep Blockchain going. distributed ledger technologies and a lot of crypto bashing. DLT, main takeaways. Steve, Steve. Main takeaways from Davos. Uh, uh, WEF. Uh, Stephen O'Neill, Coin Telegraph, three thousand five hundred thirty total views and one hundred sixty-seven total shares. Um. This year's World Economic Forum, WEF, annual meeting has finished, and it's time to recap the highlights. The forum, held in Davos, Switzerland, as per tradition, lasted from January 22nd to 25th. Mm. Similar to the last year, cryptocurrencies were one of the major talking points in Davos. In general, it seems that the blockchain before Bitcoin attitude prevailed, this time as the overall positive outlook on the technology coincided with a significant portion of crypto bashing. So WEF announced Global Council on Blockchain, co-chaired by BitPesa founder. Interesting. We've actually Oof. interviewed the BitPesa founder. Elizabeth Rossiello. Mm, Not her? Maybe. I don't know. We've talked to like hundreds of people. It's kind of hard to keep track oh. at this point. Okay. As one of the most important takeaways of the forum... The WEF appointed the CEO and founder of BitPesa, Elizabeth Rossiello, to serve as one of the two co-chairs of the Global Council on Blockchain. BitPesa is a Kenya-headquartered startup. Why are they headquartered in Kenya? With the focus on blockchain-powered fiat remittances among the UK, Kenya, and several other African and European countries. The firm was allegedly the first blockchain company to be licensed by the UK's Financial Conduct Authority. Mm. As per a press release from the company, um, hmm. the newly like established quote. blockchain forum or blockchain council, in turn, is part of the San Francisco-based Fourth Industrial Revolution and Cybersecurity Center created by the WEF in 2017. The forum has notably recognized blockchain's major role in the Fourth Industrial Revolution as early as 2016, naming it a World Economic Forum Technology Pioneer. 
alongside the likes of Google and Wikimedia. What is Wikimedia, which have received the award in the past? Is Wikimedia the parent company of Wikipedia? I don't know. Let's take to the computer. Computer, is Wikimedia yeah. the parent company of Wikipedia? I guess it's the name of the foundation. According to my research, Wikipedia is a Wikimedia project. There, I mean, there you go. The computer says, you're my computer. Yeah. It's, uh, it's definitely a Wikipedia thing. So, yeah. So the Blockchain Council is recognized as... So is blockchain... Well, we're almost is there. blockchain the the WEF technology pioneer or is it the blockchain council? Because is the tech itself like the generalized form of blockchain? What are you trying to say? I'm just trying to say what what are they trying to compare with Google and Wikimedia, the blockchain council? Because like what have they done? Like what have they done in the space? Mm, you, oh, I see what you know? you're saying. They're just saying that if I Google blockchain council, I get some shady looking education website. That no, no, no. They're not saying the blockchain council. They're saying like the blockchain as an entity has been named a world economic forum technology pioneer. Like, aren't they? No, no, you're right. The forum. The blockchain council has been, yeah. I mean, they're just saying that 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 block the blockchain council is a forum that's been recognized. Um, yeah, by, exactly. What have they done? No, I think I think you I think we are right saying that it's blockchain itself. I think I hope. This reads weird. Who wrote this shit? Stephen O'Neill. Damn it. Because blockchain council is a bunch of certifications, it's a it's a website that certifies you apparently in blockchain. Mm. It's weird. Okay. Who? Okay. Here's some interesting quotes though in here. I actually like these quotes. Uh -huh. Whether we like it or not, governments are some of the most successful distribution distribution platforms. If we can find a way to use government to actually deploy and use blockchain technology, we're going to move a long way towards adoption. I kind of agree because most technological advancements only get to mass adoption via like governments kind of sparking that i mean that's just the way it is uh here's another quote increasingly the winning organizations of the future will be those that have a clear and comprehensive strategy for blockchain blockchain, blockchain. ceo jeremy allaire stood up for crypto he said crypto is fundamental to the future we need tamper-proof, resilient, decentralized infrastructure if we want society to survive the digital age. Um, we're huge proponents of central bank digital currency, and we believe in that for a very long time. Our view is that the creation of cryptocurrencies that are based on central bank money is happening in the private sector first. We launched USD coin last fall. It's growing rapidly. Oh, boy. Jamie Dimon refused to take a victory lap after Bitcoin's fall appeared positive about blockchain. No quote. Dr. Doom, PayPal CEO, slammed it. He says, 
I've always thought that crypto was more of a reward mechanism for implementing blockchain as opposed to really a currency. I mean, yeah. Mm. The volatility of cryptocurrency makes it actually unsuitable to be a real currency that retailers can accept. Okay. A lot went on at Davos, man. I guess. What so. if you it made it to like... Davos one day? Can you imagine, like, if you ever became so wealthy that someone invited you to a thing because you were wealthy and you were just listening to wealthy people talk that wealthy shit? Like, how Why do you, you need to be wealthy? I mean, that's you don't think you could get in like by like sneaking in somehow like they like there are YouTube channels dedicated to getting into places that are hard to get into. Ooh, maybe that could be like a 2020 project for old just the headers. There's Jesse and D trying to sneak into Davos. I would do that with you. On. I would totally 100% try and do that with you. You want to do so? We you got two to? things on our plate right now. We got to move to Germany in a month. And yeah. then we got to go to Davos after, like next year. <laughs> I want the, we should seriously see how funny it could be if we audio journaled on every episode of Just the Headers. We learned something new about how to sneak into a conference, and uh-huh. then we figured out how to actually sneak into Davos, and then got and we got into Davos next year and did a show from Davos. And everyone wondered why we were there because they smelt like pure money and we smelt like regular person. And we're just like just walking around, soaking it all in. I bet you they buy up all the water, those evil motherfuckers. No, I'm kidding. They're not evil. But No, we'll just I, show up and then just try and do it. Yeah, but do we act like do we do the dumb and dumber route where you get like an orange suit and I get a blue suit and we try to like blend in? Or do we just like, are we just going to hang out? We're just going to be ourselves at Davos and make no, everybody we, wonder. We get to Switzerland, right? Yeah. And, and we Google, we start like, we give ourselves like three days before the event starts okay. or two days. And what we do is we start by Googling. What do people look like when they are going to this conference in Davos? Like what kind mm-hmm. of suits are they wearing? And we try and find suits like that. And then we just like, you know, try to tailor our look and then try and see if we can get in. We don't have to impersonate anybody. Just, you know, uh, I, I'm missing my invitation. I'll be I'll be your butler from like Thailand. And, you know, you we're going to be just... my butler from Thailand. I was going to say you could be Ethan Hunt. That could be your <laughs> alias. I'll be Ethan Hunt. Yes. Who are you? Will Smith? Uh, I'll be a guy named Benji. I'll just be Benji. Benji. Yeah. B-N-J-I. They'll call me Benji Ferg. Oh, okay. uh, I don't know, man. No, like, I'm legitimately, like, thinking, like, how do we do this? No, the butler It would be fun to audio journal via just the headers, like, at the end of every show. And this week, we learned, we're going to try to use this strategy we learned from this YouTube video about how to sneak into conferences. (laughs) No, I was just watching a video yesterday about some dude who traveled to Dubai and he's trying to survive there without any money. Ooh. And it's it's yeah, I know, it's pretty it's pretty rough, but there's a doomsday clock on how close it is to him doing some unspeakable sexual acts. <laughs> like he's five minutes away every day from having to do an unspeakable sexual <laughs> act. <laughs> he better be making decisions swift. Because God. he's a, he's got a, he's on a five minute window every day all day 
God. Doomsday clock. <laughs> Speaking of... Uh... No, I can't make a segue off of Doomsday Clocks. <laughs> the next article is about Nestle. IBM Food Trust blockchain set to expand to new suppliers, consumers in 2019. <laughs> Mary Willette, Cointelegraph, 4,218 total views and 197 total shares. Swiss headquartered food retail giant Nestle. We're going to represent Nestle. Nestle. Did you say Nestle? Nestle? Yeah, is it Nest? Is it Nestle? Nestle? It's Nestle. or Nestle? It's Nestle. Yeah. Nestle. Okay. So it's headquartered food giant, and Nestle, uh, SA, uh, says that the blockchain-based IBM Food Trust initiative, which counts major global retailers such as Walmart and Unilever as members, is gearing up to onboard new suppliers and retailers this year. Benjamin Benji Dubois. <laughs> Digital transformation manager of global supply chain at Nestle. So I'm telling you, dude, you said you want to be Benji. There's a guy named Benjamin Dubois. Oh my goodness. It Swiss could based be company a reality. See, spoke on the development in an interview with Swiss regional bilingual daily newspaper 24 hours on January 28th. I can't tell. Uh, yeah. I, I can't read the name Benjamin without saying Benjamin. Why? I don't know. I just always like since I was a kid, I read Benjamin as a a Benjamin. You know Who what I mean? You? I don't know. <laughs> go on, no, go it, on. No, okay. As Zubois outlined, the project evolved in response to quote consumer demand for more transparency and trust. With blockchain being identified as an important new technology in retailers' arsenal to adequately fulfill these expectations. Okay. So logistics on food distribution. That's yeah. the general gist of this. That's the gist of this is that they're trying to track the logistics on the blockchain. Good luck with that. Nestle also, get this, I consulted with a company that made cheese. Same cheese that you eat goes into dog food. Yeah, and Nestle bought that cheese by like tons, tons and tons of cheese that they put into their dog and cat food. Nice. Mm-hmm. You know, you could look at it that way, or you could look at it like, oh, wow, this dog food is definitely top-notch. It's even used for human consumption. I mean, I think that's that's the way that you could try to make it look, but in reality, we're eating the same cheese that our, that our pets eat. Which is a good thing if you spin it in... <laughs> In the latter perspective, you miss you miss the spin, and what I was doing there was spinning it, and you didn't catch it. So I'm just gonna repeat it. I'm just gonna. What kind of last name is Dubois? That's so fucking fancy. Benjamin Dubois. Benjamin Dubois. <laughs> okay, um, that's the gist of that, guys. Nestle is trying to use blockchain. And also trying to raise those stock prices. Am I right? hey <laughs> All right. So on to weird things. This article is written by Jamie Redman, 3,962 eyeballs. Mystery Bitcoin miners are altering the mining pool dominance. During the first month of 2019, studies have revealed the growing trend of unknown miners processing blocks 
on the Bitcoin network. A few years ago, most mining pools began revealing their identity via the Coinbase parameter when they found a block. Over the last two years, however, unknown miners have started to dominate as established operations have lost a considerable share of the hash rate. Unknown Bitcoin miners are taking the hash rate back. I don't know what that means, though. Like, there's this big red thing of unknown. I guess nothing, according to decentralization, it doesn't matter how large the big block is unless it's over 51%, right? Then we should care. Or sorry, if it's at 51%. But who cares? I mean, it's more decentralized. Yay! Is that the, your conclusion? That's my conclusion. Hmm. But then look at this. It says that like 30, what was that? 30% is btc.com and ant pool. And then you've got another 10% that's via BTC. You've got one, two, three, 30% that is slush pool. An F2 pool. You got a, like a 10% that's all the small pools combined. And then you have... 20% left over that is unknown miners. Interesting. It's very interesting. You could like prognosticate, right? You could say, what if the unknown actually is BTC.com and they have 50% of the network? <gasps> I'm kidding. Here's a quote. The small miner exodus could be possible positive for Bitcoin's network security as smaller miners joined the hip of large pools, began turning off their computing power, resulting in a decline in mining pool dominance. So, um, yeah, I mean, some min- mining is like a very organic. It's all it's constantly changing. I, I find like the hash rates going up and down is fucking with people's profits. Different. Um, what's the word I'm looking for here? It's like a little region. A little area with its own laws called. Uh, I know the word you're thinking of. Municipalities, states, organizations. Can't help you. You know what I'm saying? Like uh, I know what you mean. It's what Rod Revere wanted to create when he created his own independent country. Yeah, I forget what the word. Let's just say jurisdictions have different uh, fees on how much they charge per kilowatt hour. I mean, there's just a lot to mining you know i don't envy miners i'll put it to you like that okay speaking of envy simon chandler from coin telegraph writes with 4892 views and 266 shares blockchain tech and the energy industry more decentralization and greater efficiency the association between blockchains and energy is usually a negative one. The Bitcoin blockchain is so wasteful of electricity, or so the argument goes. But it would push global warming to dangerous levels if it were ever used on a massive scale. Research published in the influential journal Nature backs up this warning. Yet if we were to look beyond Bitcoin, be beyond it, it becomes apparent that blockchains in general are being increasingly put to good use by the energy industry. So look beyond Bitcoin. Bitcoin's over there. Look past it. Microgrids. 
the most exciting use of blockchain in the industry, and one that fits best with the whole ethos of decentralization comes in the context of microgrids. Even before Bitcoin and blockchain, such grids have been distributed by def by definition, compre comprising smaller sources of energy generation, ergo wind turbines, solar farms, that link together in localized networks in order to provide electricity that isn't dependent on centralized power plants and utility companies. Are you familiar with microgrids, Jesse? Um, no, no, I'm not. I'm not okay. familiar with that phrase. I'm pretty sure it's just like a regular grid, but smaller. Uh, okay. So the question of the hour is, what would be a macro grid? <gasps> a big ass grid. A bunch of microgrids. Mm, I feel like a bunch of microgrids would just make up a grid. Uh, it would take a bunch of grids to make a macro grid. It's science. Okay. Here's a quote. Uh, I, all right. <laughs> It'll come as no you, surprise. You explained it to me. <laughs> It'll come as no surprise, <laughs> I suspect, that blockchain offers significant cybersecurity and decentralization benefits to the energy sector. Globally, the energy sector is amidst a fundamental transition from centralized electricity grid with a relatively small number of very large power plants to a decentralized, low-carbon electricity grid with billions of connected devices such as rooftop solar panels, batteries, smart thermostats, electric vehicles, etc. Blockchain, and especially the energy web chain, is very well suited to helping managing the future grid. This is not a sponsored article, but Energy Web Chain got a nice plug right there, didn't it? Yeah. Let's go check them out real quick. Let's see what's going on with the Energy Energy Web Grid, Energy Web Chain. The Energy Web Blockchain, Energy Web Foundation. Here's here's what they got going on. More free free advertisement for Energy Web. The Energy Web is an open source scalable blockchain platform specifically designed for the energy sector's regulatory, operational, and market needs. It serves a foundational... I feel like I should read this in an accent, but I don't feel like doing an accent. It serves a foundational shared digital infrastructure for the energy and blockchain community to build and run their solutions. Together, the Energy Web Foundation, affiliates, and community are unleashing blockchain's potential to accelerate the transition to a decentralized, democratized, decarbonized alliteration, holy shit, and resilient energy system. Mm. You can just download the client. Mm. They have a they have a blockchain explorer on this damn thing? Where do they come from? They're coming out of left field. They were working in 28. Are you looking at this? I am not. Are you pulling it from that article that you just pulled up? No, I, I just yeah, just like Google this shit. Uh, what did you Google? Uh, energyweb.org. Hold on, I'm about to copy this and then I'm gonna paste it in the Slack so you can get up on this. Argument is not secure. Okay. Purpose built for the energy sector. It's Ethereum compliant. It's scalable, regulation ready, open source, innovative. Holy shit, they need to ICO right now. No, I'm kidding. 
They haven't even released anything yet. It says beta releases April 2018. Oh. Tobalaba. Code name Tobalaba. Tobalaba. Test network. Proof of authority? Is there basis for better performance and governance? This is... Yeah, I don't know. They got a well-put-together site, but, I mean, lots of things in crypto have well-put-together sites. So That's... Look look at their... Look look at trusted and used by leading companies. Wait. Say what now? Look at look at the bottom of the page that you just linked. Trusted and Slack. used by leading companies. Blockchain capital. See the formatting? Yeah. Yeah, I think I see it. Oh. NG Foundation is incorporated in Zug, Switzerland. What's that? VC row, VC column. It's formatting. Ooh. That's a... Look that. Showing through. Let me fix that. <laughs> Jesse oh, doesn't like the formatting on your website. He, we could see some code in there on your site, Energy Web Foundation, and Jesse is not impressed. Community. Yeah, I've seen better websites during the summer of last year. Ah. Uh, Altcoin craze. ACOs. People are bending over backwards at the opportunity to quote unquote create their own money. It's a hard, natural urge to fight, man. Yo, Anyways. Yeah. Um, yeah, check out the Web Energy Forum. That was neat. I don't know. Look neat. Probably whack. Uh, speaking of whack, which this actually is not whack, my friend. I think even this will get Jesse excited. And we all know Jesse. He doesn't get excited. Except for Oh, Mangos. my God. Yeah. Arwen. Huh? Yeah, okay. Make you do excited. get excited about things? I don't know. I've always seen you as like very even keeled. Oh, okay. Like even when you were training me on battle right for that one hour of us knowing you each were, other. You were really good. You're even keeled. You're like, uh, you know, you're right no, down no. the middle. Oh, no, you're really good, dude. Uh, I appreciate that. I played for an hour tops. Um, so speaking of tops. This is written by Avi Mizrahi. Arwen enables self-custody for traders of centralized crypto exchanges. That's right, Jesse. I know you're pumped because now if you're using an exchange, they don't control your private keys. You control your private keys. How sexy is that? Oh, my God. Yeah, exactly. Centralized exchanges are a common security concern in the cryptocurrency ecosystem. As a single point of failure, they can be strong-armed by governments, routinely targeted by hackers, or operators could pull an exit scam and elope with client funds. Elope. Get busy. Despite these risks, the dominant cryptocurrency trading volumes. What? I didn't read that right. Despite these risks, they dominate cryptocurrency trading volumes. Okay, I read it right the second time. A new solution promises to enable trade to use centralized exchanges, but without handling the control of the coins. So, long story short, I pre-read this article. They're trying to use atomic swaps, which is awesome, right? So, they're trying to use atomic swaps, and you basically hold your currency on on-chain escrow, and then you do your trading off-chain kucoin which is a pretty popular exchange i think in korea nope sorry singapore based um they're going to be leveraging this um and they're going to use it with bitcoin litecoin bitcoin cash zcash ethereum and some other erc20 tokens so 
scaling and new cool things with come with a layer two proliferation are around the corner jesse i'm so excited oh my god i know <laughs> stop i'm i'm actually excited yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. Here's what KuCoin president Eric Don has said. Oh, KuCoin no, I don't, I'm not excited about him. What? Do you, do you do like you KuCoin? Like I don't like I don't, KuCoin. I've never even used KuCoin. I'm not from okay. Singapore. KuCoin has been working hard to ensure the security exchange <coughs> itself, and we are one of the few exchanges that are rated A in terms of security by ICO. That means no things. Yeah. Uh, okay, This. I'm sorry I ruined this. Let's just rewind back 20 seconds ago when we were excited that atomic swaps are going to Arwen, atomic yeah. swaps. Woo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Arwen, the CEO of KuCoin just stole your flair. All right, next day, your turn. All right, here we go. Wednesday's lines. Lightning. Headlines for Wednesday. Japan, major messenger line partners with financial giant to create blockchain alliance. Wow, this has no views. 1,658 <laughs> total views and 148 total shares. Anna Berman, Cointelegraph. Major Japanese messaging app, Line, has signed a memorandum of understanding with local financial giant Nomura Holdings to form a blockchain alliance. A press release reveals on Wednesday, January 30. Nomura, which provides investment, financing, and related services to individual institutional and government customers, Line and LVC Corporation, which oversees Messenger's digital asset and blockchain business units, will sign a formal contract by the end of March 2019. The three partners are establishing are considering establishing a financial alliance focused on blockchain. More details will be announced closer to the date, according to the press, uh, press release. Okay. Um, so it looks like... Uh, Line and Nomura have successfully partnered before. Early in 2018, they set up a company to provide securities, brokerage services, and investment advice, mm. where Nomura would own 49% and Line control the remaining 51%. Oof. That's as centralized um, as it gets. Do you have Line? I've used it before, but I don't have it. Yeah, anymore. I've used it too. It's basically WhatsApp, which is basically WeChat, which is basically, you know, they're all the same thing. Mm. Um... So they've got a in-app currency called Link, one billion Link tokens, while twenty percent or two hundred million tokens will be kept as company reserve, as a company reserve. Um, so that's basically Ripple. So basically Ripple, yeah. Okay. All right, cool. Um, felt like I read a sponsored ad. Uh, it say sponsored. Look, it says news. Like this is big news. I guess. Yeah. No. You're, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cryptocurrency lending firm Genesis Global Trading processed over $1.1 billion in 2018. Oh my god. That's a big deal, man. Like No, nah, but like, is it is it real though? Is it real volume? Or is it wash trades of the exchange? Well, I I don't think this is that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about like um they're lending out. Crypto. Oh, it's it's actually a lending firm, yeah, never mind. It's just like, yeah, Genesis Global Trading. You're so jaded now after seven months of reading headlines. Hold on. Hold on. You're so jaded. I, I am pretty jaded. But hold on. <laughs> Let's Google this company. Why don't we? Okay. Genesis um, Global Trading. Can you Let's imagine like 
All right, so who we are, OTC, digital currency trading for institutional buyers and sellers. Okay, what do you trade? They trade uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, Bcash, XRP, Litecoin, Ethereum Classic, and Zcash. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, there trade. it is, digital currency group. Security. Barry Silbert's grimy-ass smile is in every piece of pie all over the planet. Genesis does not. He doesn't have a grimy smile. Assets. I actually like Barry Silver. I'm sorry, Barry. Yeah, that was on transaction. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm, am I distracting you? No, you're good. Um. All right. Cool. Um. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what. Uh, I fucking like. I thought websites were cool, and then I've just seen so many different types of websites nowadays. I am pretty jaded. Um. I'm not gonna lie. Unless I use fast, the service, Jesse, you can't get jaded, man. You can't get jaded. That's right. Oh, undo the jade. You need to go hang out with some kids real fast. Everything will be fucking lit. Everybody's gonna be doing Fortnite dances. You'll get your joy back. If I was a kid, I'd be on TikTok. Right? You, you'd that's, be on what? Kids, TikTok. The hell's TikTok? You know, like oh, Vine. that little like. Yeah. Oh, you're talking about the new um, Vine. Yeah, it's called TikTok. Yeah. Yeah, and then what is it like? Oh yeah, yeah. Now, yeah, if I was a kid, I'd know about a lot of cooler stuff than I do now. So, I agree. I should go back to being a kid. Yeah, I w I'm I'm growing appreciative of those movies where grown adults get turned into kids, but with their grown adult personality. And it's oh. like I I just kind of want I want that. I don't want I don't I don't want the the comedic aspect of it. Like I want that for my life. I want to go, I want to put my, my 33 year old brain and experiences into like my eight to 10 year old body. You know, that's just, something an old person would say though. Cause like they say youth is wasted on the wait, right? No <laughs> beauty is wasted on the, on the young, right? Was it youth is wasted on the, what's that stupid quote? Youth is wasted. Yeah. Youth is wasted on the young. Some reason I thought that wasn't right. Hold on, All right. let me see. Youth is youth is waste. Yeah, youth, youth is waste. Because it just sounds stupid when you actually think about youth is waste on the young. Yeah, they're young. Like youth. Is, okay. Anyway, but yes, it's because they like you, old people like us, mm -hmm. want to have the wisdom you know, that you gain over the years and be transported back. To make so when, better choices, maybe possibly. When days lasted forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Damn. We're getting old, Jesse. We Seven are. Seven months in the crypto headline game, and we're, I've got three gray hairs. I got three gray hairs yo, since then. Yo, I have gray hairs too now. Oh my god. What gosh. is going on? Just the grays is what we need to start naming just, this show. Just the gray hairs. <laughs> yeah. Shit. All this Pepe Sylvia chasing, we're aging, man. Mm -hmm. Um, but this is this is different. I thought this was interesting because they're actually loaning out cryptocurrency, right? So that, oh, is, that how is, it's done. That is strange to me. Oh. Okay. No, that's not how this one works. That's a different article. This one are actually taking out cash and using their crypto as collateral. I saw one though yesterday. You you get loaned crypto and use cash as collateral, and I was mm -hmm. like, "How's that not just an exchange?" But it's like a loan. 
So, but anyways, neat stuff's happening. We we, we don't get involved with it, but Glo- Genesis Global Trading, you can collateralize. You can if you can go there right now, and you have crypto, use it as collateral, get cash, boom, headshot. All right, next article. Why would you do that? Like, I wonder what the rate is. Um, I think you would do that if you're if you're lucky slash savvy enough. If you did that, um, and you took out a loan, collateralized the crypto you already had, took out a loan of it, mm-hmm. bought a shit ton more crypto, maybe even doubled the crypto that you had, okay. that increases in value, right? You sell the new crypto that you bought, you now have a bigger pile of cash and you could pay off the loan and still have cash left over and the crypto that you had left over. That's that's if that's if it goes up again. If it goes up again. But that's and, a lot of steps, it, right? Why would you honestly yeah. like if you why just not just open a long why not just open just, a long position? Like know. leverage like open a leveraged long position. Maybe that's really different have, strategies, like, man. There's different ways to move across the chessboard. Every piece has its own personality. That was deep. (laughs) Sorry. All right. So I met this guy at Starbucks. And all right. Next article. All right. Wait, I was in that story. That was not even a story. You just were fucking with me? No, I was just fucking with you. Damn it. All right, so yep, that that firm processed one point one billion dollars worth of lending. Yes, so they lent out. Uh, wow, yeah, I guess total yeah, originations. Yeah, they lent out one point one billion. Borrows active loans. Yeah, bananas in pajamas coming down the stairs, my friend. All right, all right. Report: Nearly eighty percent of crypto event attendees are male. Aaron Wood, Cointelegraph, 18,369 total views and 157 total shares. 79%. Well, they said 80% in the title. Now they're saying 79% in the article. Hell yeah, that's fuckery. 1% That's damn right. All right. So 79% of attendees at crypto events are male, according to a report by events oriented software firm Bizabo on January 22nd, uh, 28th. Bizabo. All right, by Zabo. Close. Nick Zabo. Hmm. I'm clicking it. I gotta figure out who they are now. Keep after going. analyzing the registration information. I don't care that they were all men. If they were mostly women, that would be surprising. Here's the thing, this, Jesse. I don't care about this. <laughs> Jesse, chill for a sec. Chill. Look. Uh-huh, yeah. Four years ago, when I got into podcasting about crypto, the same type of survey, it was 97% dudes. Okay. Then two years after that, it was 93% dudes. And now here we are, four years into the podcasting gig, and we're at 80% dudes. Do okay. you see the, the silver lining there? I see that... We need to quickly make spending crypto more accessible for women. I mean, yes, yes. We need to crypto. we need to have larger sales 
from like Ross and Kmart and have have like sales, like fire sales. Like if you use Bitcoin, you get 30% off in addition and do that. Wait, so you say women be shopping? Women be shopping. We need to target them <laughs> with crypto. We need to we need to make that seventy nine percent go down even faster. We need to get we, to like we sound 30%. like marketing goons for Macy's right now. Oh like, yeah, I forgot about them. Macy's. Yeah, yeah we got to do. Yep. Make sure the thirty percent off sign is red, bright red, and with some glitter on the outside. That's right. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, when they click on it, if it's digital, when they click on it, Adele. Make sure Adele starts serenading them. I think I really miss my true calling, which is probably marketing. You think so? Yeah, maybe. Give me a marketing pitch right now for shoes. For what? Nike for shoes? shoes? Go. These shoes are sexy. Oh. They'll make your feet look hot. Oh, okay. Buy these Nike Cheetah print slippers today. 75% off. Oh, wow. Yeah. How do you like that? You know, I never wanted to wear cheetah print slippers until right now. Right? <laughs> Actually. <laughs> right. All right. Actually. All right. Let's try it again. Let's try it again. Mouthwash. Go. Market it. Go. Marketing. These Nike shoes. No, mouthwash in. now. Oh, mouthwash. Yeah, oh, I thought you were like mouthwash, like figuratively, like let's wash our mouths. No. Like, out of uh, that garbage that I just spit out. No, it wasn't garbage. I've actually, in between then and now, I ordered cheetah print slippers on Amazon. They make it crazy easy to spend money. You'll, you'll All have right, to go, go mouthwash. Uh, mouthwash. Now. All right, mouthwash. You want that sexier smelling breath that'll attract all of the ladies? Try our manly, spicy, <laughs> tropical, minty. Mm. Okay. Cinnamony. How many swishes per second I got to do with my gargles? You got to go like five swishes per second. We're, we're mm. talking like fast. Okay. That's Mouthwash. Okay. We're, we're that. talking uh, cinna cinnamon ball fire. The mouthwash women crave uh, <laughs> in their mouth <laughs> from men. All right. Now market of diet ice cream for, for men. Diet ice cream, the ice cream that will not make you fat. It'll be useful. <laughs> useful useful ice cream yes okay that's but, it i'm sold yeah. that's it that's a five second commercial that's good enough for a youtube ad. no but like can you imagine like how shitty these are they're actually like i i would think cheetah print sandals like that legitimately might actually be interesting yeah no i mean is marketing tough i say on sometimes yes Sometimes yes, sometimes no. It's like one of those things you like, you know when it's not there, but you don't know it's great until it is. Like everybody talks about the big market, like Coca Cola's beautiful, Nike uh -huh. obviously beautiful, Victoria's Secret great job, put small clothes on hot women, 
works, you know, somehow McDonald's like there's, you know, when there's brilliant marketing, but everybody else is just like trying really hard. Mm, yeah. Like when Wendy's was it Wendy's who started the um, Twitter? Uh, yeah, the meme comedic tweets. lines. Yeah, yeah, that's actually then, great. I, I yeah. follow Wendy's on Twitter because of that. But everybody started doing it though, so it's like when when everybody does it, it kind of loses its yeah um, appeal a little bit. So and, like if somebody came into marketing and like did the opposite of what everybody's trying to do in marketing, which is like make everything look attractive, make everything look like. It elevates you. If somebody just came in and did the opposite, mm -hmm. just like, you know, a lot of YouTube channels, the ones that are, I don't know, maybe the ones that are not, that are growing pretty fast, um, not only have pretty unique content that brings you value, they also tell you at the end, like the opposite of what every YouTuber tells you to do, which is like subscribe and like our video. Uh, you know, we love you. And like the, the ones that are funny, at least to me to watch, mm -hmm. the ones that go like, you guys suck. Go do something with your life. Stop watching these videos. Don't like that button. Uh, don't hit the subscribe button. Uh, I hope you hate all of our future content. And then, <laughs> now I just like the, the, the reverse. It's just kind of funny. It's refreshing. You know, I saw a commercial the other day that I think you would enjoy. Michelob Super Bowl commercial is an ASMR commercial. Oh God, ASMR. Yeah. yeah. It's got what's her name in it. Um, Who's what's her name? Kravitz, Lenny Kravitz's okay. daughter. Okay. Well, Zoe Kravitz, I think her name is. Okay. And she's like talking like she's like, hey, hey you. Um, and it's like zoomed in on her lips, which she's Zoe Kravitz, so you know you want to look at that. And she's like, I like, I like beer. I, um. I like beer. And then like she starts like. She does. She puts her fingers on the beer can. It sounds like mm -hmm. this. She's like, and I was like, oh my goodness. Oh no. They're getting them. They're getting those millennials. And then like, um, it's she, she did this little deal with the beer on the table. And I was like, oh my god, this just makes me want that beer so bad. I don't know if it makes me want her lips or that beer. One of the two. I heard Michelob Ultra is actually pretty good. See, damn it, it's working already. You're a millennial, and you just said that. No, it's because I watch Eugene from the Try Guys, oh, and what? he ranked a bunch of different types of beers. And Michelob Ultra was, I think, somewhere toward the top of the pack. Oh, okay. I'm going to link you that YouTube video. It's that, that commercial. Sure. You're, you're going to think, like, okay they're they're either smart or they're placating to an audience oh, wait maybe i could just play it do you think about do you think i get sued if i just play no nah, i wouldn't play it you will get sued i wouldn't play it just, yeah, we'll just put in the random, <laughs> random channel in slack yeah here i'll put it here i think that was my last article for wednesday the 80 percent of crypto attendees are male yeah, yeah. So we're on Thursday, and we're gonna lightning zoom this out because uh, it's been a long show. It's been a long week. Uh, crypto is crypto, you know, it ain't going nowhere. Um, Coin Telegraph, the future of money. Uh, Helen Parts, global pharma giant Merck. Wow, I don't even want to read it. It's a pharmaceutical company called Merck. Uh, wins U.S. blockchain 
AI patent for product authenticity. They're going to put patents on the blockchain. Uh, next article. Um, <laughs> okay. Is written by Jamie Redmond, 687 eyeballs. That's not a lot. Panda Exchange deploys hybrid point of sale and crypto ATM in Bogota. Bogota. I know what country that's in. Come on, brain. I think it's in Thailand, but I'm not 100% sure. Ge- ge- Geography is not my, my strong suit. Okay. So I'm going to name three countries I think Bogota's in. Bogota. Thailand. Okay. All right. The Philippines. Okay. Or. Shit. I feel like it's like, it's like you're digging a grave with like a. a okay, so I'm definitely a, a growing, a growing, growing in size dirt removal tool. I'm going in the wrong direction then is what you're saying. Yeah. Geographically. Absolutely. I feel like I've seen it so many times. Bogota, comma. Bogota. Bogota. Then maybe comma. say it like that. Yeah. Bogota. 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 Think Bogota. narcos. Think cocaine. Oh, shit. Colombia? Yeah. Damn, I was way the fuck off. I was like a whole ocean off. <laughs> Damn, man. World geography was many moons ago for me, audience. Don't laugh at me. <laughs> Colombian-based Panda Group uh, has announced the launch of... I'm so sad with myself. I was so far off. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah. If you had cheated and just read the first line, you'd, you'd have... I didn't cheat, though. I'm not a cheating man. Except for mm-hmm. Mario Kart 64, I used to do all the cheats, man. The the Wario Land cheat where you jump over the wall. The, the Yoshi Land cheat where you jump over the wall. Yeah. The fast go after the banana slip. You, did you know if like after you slip off a banana or hit a, a super exploding false treat, false present, you can get a fast start to go from like zero to full speed in like less than a second. It's still like you're still paused when you blow get blown up by like the mystery cube. You can yeah. still keep going fast right afterwards and not lose any speed, but you're still paused while you're like going through the animation of being launched yeah. in the air. And same thing with the banana peel. When you when you're spinning, you're actually going in normal, like a, I guess a little bit slower than normal speed. And then, but yeah, you can recover to full speed immediately after yeah. though. You got to be swift with the button pushes. But yeah, people used to call me cheaters back in the day. They're like, "You're cheating! How are you going? It's cheating! Cheat! Cheat!" Coach. Yo, Rainbow Road. You jump off the road and you end up like further down. Mm-hmm. The course. But if you yeah. swivel even the slightest amount, you're going straight into the abyss. You got to yeah. be careful. Um, sorry, none of that has anything to do. Uh, Panda Group deploys crypto payment terminal that also acts as an ATM. So it's kind of like getting cash back. When you go to the gas station, you get like a bag of Flamin' Hot Cheetos and you're like, oh, can I get 20 bucks cash back? Same difference. There you go. You can do it with crypto now, but only in Colombia. Um, and last article, and then you can get on to your amazing lives hanging out with your kids, baking cakes, making kimchi. That's what I plan to do this weekend. I'm trying to make eight pounds of it. Um, you have a kimchi fridge? Oh, man, I don't, but I keep 
getting told that I need one and it would be terrible if I don't get one. It would be terrible for my apartment. Mm. Mm. Judging by that Marge Simpson groan you just did, I think I should probably get a kimchi fridge before. I mean, I, if you have like some sort of partition in your fridge, like existing partition where you put like vegetables, you could probably just do it there, I guess. I mean, I have all fridges have that, but why I keep I'm keep all the articles I don't are know, saying dude. get a kimchi fridge because yeah. it's going to destroy all of the aroma of your home. Huh. I don't Forever. know. I keep kimchi in the fridge. And I don't have a separate fridge for kimchi. Word? Yeah. See, I've been buying kimchi from the grocery store, but it just feels so whack. It's I like, don't know. You know, I'd rather just get the real stuff, like make it with my hands, like feel like a real Korean, you know? I mean, I just go to the Korean grocery store and get the Korean branded kimchi. Okay. Which is probably made by Korean people. See, but I feel like I, I feel like I'm gonna connect with the culture if I do it with my hands. Mm, you're also gonna be spending money for a kimchi fridge. So rational, Jesse. No, I'm not. You're not rational. I am not. I'm the opposite of rational. You're a very even keeled, non-rational person. That's right. <laughs> the intonation does not go with the personality type. I, that's very interesting that you you're I guess you're I guess your quote unquote expertise is in the field of engineering. Yes, you I'm telling yourself. you, man, in in two days we're leaving for Germany. No, it was four weeks. Oh right. See? It's even more <laughs> impulsive. I wanted it to be two days instead of the four weeks. Just take off and go. Yeah. I I'll be there. I'll be there three weeks before you. Tell my family, like, hey, yeah, crazy story. Sold all my shit, bought all, all right. crypto, moved to Germany. I'll see you when I see you. And next time I do, I'll be making the schnitzel. Um, sorry. Yeah, just be like, I'll see you when crypto affords me a trip back. Yep. Peace out. I'm gone. Um, Florida appeals court reinstates felony charges for unregistered Bitcoin sale. So I just wanted to leave this as kind of a public serve announcement to any of you Floridians that are listening to the show right now. Um, don't fuck around because you'll get sent to jail. The United States appellate court in the state of Florida has reinstated charges against a man who sold Bitcoin to an undercover police officer. Oh, wow. That's like drug busts and shit. Mm. That's funny. It's That's actually- crazy, dude. Like, so much for peer-to-peer. Hey, baby, you want some of this Bitcoin, baby? Yeah, let me get that Bitcoin real quick. Boom. In jail. Boom. That easy. That's crazy. So, don't do crypto in Florida. Do do crypto in Germany. That's the public service announcement. Um... That's it, guys. Thank you for enduring another week of the headlines. Just the headlines. Also, other stuff that Jesse and I talked about. Um, yeah, Jesse, you got any announcements? I have no announcements. All right. But I'd like to thank all the listeners for... What do you... No, do the opposite. Do the opposite. Oh, okay. I'd like Screw to Marty. not thank any of you guys yeah, for showing guys. up to the podcast show. I mean, like as far as downloading it or listening to it, however you do. Yep. Uh, totally, totally not appreciative of 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 that. 
Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And don't join the Slack. Who would do that? Only uh, lames join the Slack. Yeah, we don't want to talk to you. Yep. Ever. In fact, don't go to the BitcoinPodcast.com. Don't click the Slack button. Don't join the Slack because you know what? Even if you did, we're not going to welcome you and ask all about you and try to figure out who you are. That's not going to happen because we because don't we, care. Yeah, we don't care. And we we don't try Michelob Ultra. Yeah. We make this show for us, not you. Mickey Ult, that's for us. All right. And in the words of once illustrious Ronnie Moaz, go fuck yourself. No, I'm kidding. That guy's going to jail big time. No, I'm kidding. He may not be going to jail, but serious stuff's going on. Um. Yeah, get out of here. Play the outro. Mongo? No, I was just, I don't know. You, I thought you were making a joke. I don't know, man. I have to ask <laughs> questions, dude. I feel like the more I, like every day that I'm alive, I have to clarify more because there are more things that I get exposed to. Like, you know, mango could be more than just a fruit. It could be something else, something darker. That's very true. That's, that's, that's actually very true. Like Urban Dictionary has broadened my horizons to lots of things. So, right. Yep. Um, yeah. So, why, so, why my, mangoes? so, uh, I don't know. It was just one of those spur of the moment decisions. Oh, so sorry, guys. Sometimes we go on the tangents. If this is your first time listening, I apologize. If it's not, you're going to dig this shit. So I go to a grocery store, grocery shopping, looking for fruit. What time? And what time was it? It was approximately two o'clock in the afternoon. Okay. So I, I'm at the grocery store looking for fruit and I'm on the outside of the grocery store and you know, the outside wall now they've replaced with like pre-cut fruit and pre-cut veggies at my grocery store. And I'm like, man, I'm not going to pay a premium on my fruit and veggies just so it could be pre-cut. 
screw that shit, I'm American. I can cut my own vegetables and fruit. So then I go meandering down the fruit aisle, and I'm like, I don't even know what kind of fruit I want. I feel like such a rookie in the fruit game. So I find a star fruit, and I'm like, I'm going to give it a whirl. <laughs> and then I find a, like a prickly fruit. I didn't even know what it was called. It was like really prickly. Oh, damn, what was it called? I don't know. It's still in my right fridge because I'm scared of it. I'm going to take a picture of it and put it on Google and do like the image search to figure out what the hell it is. So I is bought one tuna? of those. Huh? Is it tuna? We're talking about fruit. Yeah. Tuna is a fruit. Tuna is a fruit? Tuna is a fruit. Wow. See now. See now I feel like you just felt. How is tuna a fruit? I don't. I've never experienced tuna as a fruit. I've only tuna, experienced tuna as uh, tuna is the fruit of a cactus. What? Yeah. You're blowing my mind. This is what I'm telling you. Like, mango could have been something else. <laughs> I guess touche, salesman. Touche. Long story short, I find a mango. And I'm like, I don't. I usually get these when they're in salsa. And they've been pre-cut. So I'm going to just get a mango. And... I got one and I put it in my fridge, cut cut it up. It was a disaster. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know the skin was that thick. I just never really fucked wow. with mangoes like that. You know what I mean? I don't fucks with mangoes. But I did and I loved it. So I went back and I got two more. How do you and, cut your mangoes? Uh, I skin them no. and then I like, I cut vertical and then I yeah. turn it on its side and I cut straight down and those are chunks. And then I just rotate and repeat the process until I have just the pit left. And then I kind of oh. like, I'll either eat the pit because it's delicious, or I'll uh -huh. just like cut the rest of the mango directly off and have these itty bitty chunks. Is okay. that the proper way to cut a mango? Uh, I don't think there's any proper way to do anything in life, but <laughs> I can give you two alternatives. <laughs> I, I can give you two alternatives, D. Okay. So, uh, one option is to take the mango and stand it upright mm -hmm. and and then cut on the right side of the mango toward mm -hmm. like right of the middle so that you get really close to the seed but you cut essentially the mango into a third a smaller third and then you cut mm -hmm. the other side of the seed straight down vertically so that you have um, essentially just this, the middle section of the mango with the seed and mm -hmm. some fruit. And then you have these two halves of the mango. Um, and then what you could do is you just take a spoon and just scoop it out and just eat it out of the uh, peel. <gasps> I like that idea. Yeah, it's pretty nice. Uh, alternatively, if you don't want to use a spoon, you could take that knife and then uh, you've probably seen where they just cut vertical, uh, vertically like two vertical lines down the mango and then cut across like three times. And then mm -hmm. you can, you you can push, you can push the skin side through and then it kind of opens up into like cubes <gasps> that you can bite. Oh my God. And then the middle section you could just, yeah. So those cuts seem like if they're for snacking purposes. Yeah. Which fruit well, is an amazing snack by the way. It is. Yep. But yeah. Okay, yep. so show's over. Hope you guys had a great week. Play the out. No, <laughs> sorry guys, that we just made you stomach 
some mango slicing tutorials, audio tutorials. We're going to get into the news now. 